Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why your wounds heal faster in the daytime, the Peter Principle, which explains why so much goes wrong, and why there's one tame population of foxes on Earth, and what they've taught us about evolution. Let's satisfy some curiosity on the award-winning Curiosity Daily. I always thought the best time for your body to heal was at night. You know how you can sleep off stuff like a bad mood or a hangover or general sleepiness? Or when you get sick and you go to sleep and you wake up and you feel better. Stuff like that. Well, according to a new study, one thing that's hard to sleep off is a skin injury. It turns out the best time for healing that is during the day. Well, kind of. And this has major medical implications. I totally thought the same thing. I thought nighttime was the time everything healed. Today in health myth busting. Totally. Love it. For me to explain this, I've got to back up and talk about your circadian rhythm. That's your internal clock. It originates in your brain, in your hypothalamus, but it has effects on your whole body. For instance, your internal clock affects the size of your liver. Seriously, your liver actually inflates by day and deflates by night. And your circadian rhythm also affects your largest organ, which is your skin. Specifically, it affects fibroblast cells, according to a study by Cambridge researchers. These cells function kind of like traveling doctors. When skin is broken, they head over to the wound to make some skin-repairing proteins. To travel through your body, though, fibroblasts rely on a protein called actin, and it's more available by day than by night. It's not exactly clear why that is, but one theory says our defenses against injury change with the chances that we'll hurt ourselves. Since people are more active in the day, they're also more injury-prone at that time, so that's when our bodies have evolved their defenses to be strongest. To learn more about this, researchers studied both skin cell cultures and living mice. They timed how quickly they healed from wounds. And when they analyzed data on accidental burn victims, they found that people who got burned at night took 60% longer to heal than people burned during the day. This story isn't just random facts, though. It actually has major implications. First of all, not all skin wounds are accidental. Surgeons make incisions on purpose all the time, and this new insight into fibroblasts can help them optimize their surgical procedures. Even more importantly, skin doesn't heal faster during actual daytime, just during what our body perceives as daytime. We've talked on this podcast about how you can change your circadian rhythm through dietary tricks, and in this Cambridge study, researchers also found that lighting and medication can achieve similar effects. There's still no way to make surgery fun, but at least now doctors know that tweaking patients' circadian rhythms could speed their recovery. Have you ever felt like everyone in the world was completely incompetent at their jobs? Hate to break it to you, but this might actually be the case. That's according to the Peter Principle, your favorite principle you may not have heard of. This is kind of cynical and kind of funny, but kind of logically makes sense. It does. So the Peter Principle is simple, and it's also the name of a 1968 book by educational scholar Dr. Lawrence J. Peter. The Peter Principle says that in a hierarchy like a government or a corporation, every employee tends to rise to the level of his or her incompetence. Here's a different way Dr. Peter put it. Rather than the cream rising to the top, the cream rises until it sours. It makes sense. If you're good at your job, you'll be promoted. If you're not good at your job, you won't. People are rarely demoted, regardless of their job performance. This means that an employee will keep getting promoted until they reach a position they're not fit to do well. Since they do poorly in that position, they don't get promoted to a higher one, so they're stuck being incompetent at their job. This principle may sound tongue-in-cheek, but it has sinister implications in the real world. 
From transit delays and internet outages to oil spills and rocket explosions, how many of the world's errors come down to people rising to the level of their incompetence? Companies have come up with a couple strategies to combat this. Some have adopted an up or out strategy where they periodically kind of cleanse their company of people that aren't advancing up. Ooh. So there's some ways to deal with this, but I don't think it'll ever have a perfect solution. It kind of seems like it's just the nature of things, unfortunately. Yeah. Before we get to our last story, I want to mention a free service that is totally free, that's not trying to actually sell you anything, and who sponsored today's episode. Yes, today's episode is brought to you by Captera. It's the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solution for your business. Seriously, I recently learned about Captera, and I cannot tell you how much I wish I had used them in my last couple jobs. The software you use at your work can make or break your business. Think about all those clunky workflow tools you've used or convoluted CRMs or subpar scheduling services. If you're like me, then you have straight up wasted hours upon hours just trudging your way through the wrong applications. Captera is there for you to find the right tools for your business. They have over 700,000 reviews of products from real software users to help you find everything you need to make an informed decision. And you can search across more than 700 specific categories of software, from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. Seriously, no matter what kind of software your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution. Fast! So visit captera.com curiosity for free today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business. Captera, that's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash curiosity. One more time, start 2019 on the right foot and show our sponsors some love for free by visiting captera.com slash curiosity. On yesterday's episode, we talked about domesticated animals and Ashley mentioned that most foxes haven't been tamed. Well, that's because there is one tame population of foxes on Earth. And today we have the story of the Russian geneticist who made it happen. Although there's one question this story won't answer, Ashley. Is it what does the fox say? Darn it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you got me. Dmitry K. Belyaev was a Russian geneticist who wanted to trace the evolutionary pathway of domesticated animals by trying to domesticate some foxes, specifically silver black foxes. He and his intern traveled around to different fox farms where foxes were being bred for their fur, and they took away foxes that showed one key trait, friendliness. Around 10% of the foxes in these cages had a weak, wild response, meaning they were docile around people. They ended up with about 130 foxes for the first generation of friendly foxes, and when they had cubs, the team hand-fed and pet the little foxes for a strictly measured period of time. The friendliest of the foxes went on to breed the next generation, and so on and so on. By the fourth generation of friendly fox litters, the researchers started noticing dramatic changes. Foxes were wagging their tails, eagerly looking for human contact, and licking the scientists like puppies. And as the generations of foxes were getting friendlier and more dog-like, they were changing physically, too. Not only did they start making different vocalizations than wild foxes, These foxes also developed a more delicate appearance, with floppier ears, widened heads, shorter legs, and curlier tails. In other words, these foxes were just getting cuter. The team had successfully created a genetically distinct population of foxes, which remains the only one in the world. And with intensive selective breeding, the team had compressed a thousands of years process into just a few decades. 
That taught us quite a lesson in evolution. Remember, selection was only based on tame ability, but the foxes changed in their physiology, anatomy, and behavior. Oh, and if you want a fox, the friendly fox operation is still up and running. You can import one of these foxes through an agency in Florida for a cool $8,900, give or take. You can find a link to that in our full write-up on Curiosity.com and on our free Curiosity app for Android and iOS. Mark your calendars because we've got a cool announcement. This week, we're going to be on the ground at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And you can watch us podcast from CES live on Facebook. That's right. We'll be talking to experts about the latest and greatest technology and learning about the tech that powers your favorite gadgets and devices. Keep an eye on our Facebook page Thursday, January 10th and Friday, January 11th. And if you miss the video live, then don't worry. You'll be able to watch the replay on our Facebook page whenever you get around to it. We're super excited to be at CES in cooperation with EMD Performance Materials, a business of Merck KGAA Darmstadt, Germany. And if you're not on Facebook, then just keep listening to our podcast because we'll be bringing you special Saturday editions of our show in a few weeks to share what we learned at CES. To make sure you don't miss out on the excitement, stay subscribed to Curiosity Daily on your favorite podcast app or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash curiosity.com, all spelled out. Again, we'll be live January 10th and 11th. We hope to see you there. Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.